when I became a mom and really my priorities just clicked into place that family and spending time with my loved ones was of the utmost priority for me. I made a decision. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do this coaching thing, but I only want to work three days a week and I'm going to see, see how it goes. You know, it was like this big experiment, you know, took a couple months to find my footing, find my traction, really zero in on my signature high ticket offer. But once I had that, and I just came at it from the belief of, you know, if I, if I'm even just one step ahead, I can help someone, you know, I don't have to be the expert up on the mountaintop with all the answers to everything. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths. So sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. Welcome, Kaylin Asher, to the Juicy CEO Podcast stage, people. Kaylin is a personal growth and business coach with a three-day work week, and we're going to be diving into how this queen gets it done. She is also a mom of two little girls and the founder of Success Made Simple Accelerator, a program which helps women find freedom and fulfillment through soulful mindset shifts and aligned actions. Kaylin has been featured in Business Insider, Huffington Post, and Inspired Coach Magazine, and has been interviewed on Entrepreneur on Fire and She Means Business podcast, among many others. Her masterminds and teachings have helped over thousands of women upgrade their lives and businesses with her simple strategies for working less, making more, and living better. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Monique. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. You guys need to go check her out on Insta. She's sharing all kinds of juicy tips and trips all the time. So I'm so happy to have you here. And I'd like to start off by, you know, letting people know a little bit about your story. How did you get to where you are now? Tell us a little bit about how you got started. Yeah, so that could be a really long story. I'll try to, I'll, I'll give you the, uh, the cliff notes here. The cliff notes. Give me the cliff notes of like what brought you to this specific business. Yes. So that was, I always knew from the time I was young that I just like would not be happy sitting in a cubicle. <laughs> so when I graduated college in what was that even 13 plus years ago at this point? So many, I, so many uh, years. Yeah, I know. For like how many years? I don't tell anyone. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> A while ago, I just started on this entrepreneurial path. I honestly have had, oh, I can't even count how many businesses up to this point. I've been in this current business about six years, but it, it was a long and winding road because I felt like I had this purpose within me, something that something that was I was meant to deliver into the world. And it took me a long time, honestly, to figure out what that was and what that meant for me and what that could look like for me. But it was really around the time I became a mom for the first time, which was 
six and a half years ago that I started to get clarity about what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be. It was around that time I discovered the coaching world. And mm-hmm. I remember the the first woman who I saw, you know, calling herself a coach, she was just so powerfully feminine. And mm-hmm. those at the time were like two different things in my brain. It's like powerful and feminine. Like, what is this? And it was so cool, like watching her hold space for these other women, helping them transform their lives, their businesses. And I was like, I want that. And I want to be that. It was this kind of full mm. full circle moment where I realized, okay, like all of this life experience has been leading to me to a place where I have this diverse skill set that I can actually share with the world. I had started a number of businesses. I had helped other people start and grow their businesses. And it just felt like the right place to land. But the thing that didn't feel good was the way I had been working in all those previous businesses. I had been pushing myself, hustling, thinking that I needed to really earn that success, achieve that success with this really driving masculine energy. And when I became a mom and really my priorities just clicked into place with that family and spending time with my loved ones was of the utmost priority for me. I made a decision. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do this coaching thing, but I only want to work three days a week and I'm going to see, see how it goes. You know, it was like this big experiment, you know, took a couple months to find my footing, find my traction, really zero in on my signature high ticket offer. But once I had that, and I just came at it from the belief of, you know, if I, if I'm even just one step ahead, I can help someone. You know, I don't have to be the expert up on the mountaintop with all the answers to everything, but if I'm a a step or two ahead, I can help someone. And so from that place, I started marketing my coaching and proved myself rather quickly that that was, that was the way to be. That was the place to be was really, you know, capitalizing on my strengths, my zone of genius, creating that one signature offer and, and doing it and working it in, in a schedule that felt good for me. And within a year, my business had grown to the six figure level and has continued to grow ever since because I'm really clear on, on the boundaries and my priorities in my business. I mean, it honestly, when you tell people you have a three-day work week and you can help them create an ideal schedule and a business that's highly profitable and all that stuff, you can't behind the scenes be working 80 hours a week. It just yeah, you gotta, so- you gotta be, you gotta be real. real right? walk, talk the talk, walk the walk. They have to see the proof. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the highlights. Yeah. It's been, it's been a crazy ride. You've always, it's, it's just sounds like you've always been an entrepreneur. You've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. And I think like, for me, like I always just believe like you either are an entrepreneur or you're not, right? Like it's just like, it's a calling and you may not know it until you do it. And then you try to go back to a regular job, like, which was me. I tried to go back to a regular job and I was like, this is bullshit. I was not meant to be here. I need total autonomy, freedom in life, freedom in speech, freedom in even mobility. I was like, I don't understand why I have to sit in a cubicle to create greatness. This is crazy. Why is lunch only at one o'clock? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. (laughs) So I love that. Like, this is what you've been like sleeping, eating, breathing. And then coaching specifically, I also like have this deep belief that you either are a coach or you're not. Like, I do think you can train in being one, but I also think like in like your whole heart of heart, soul of soul, you either are coach or that's just not who you are. So I, I totally relate to like seeing other people create transformation for others and being like, oh my God, 
like that is the holy grail right there. And that's what it was for me around coaching, like being able to move people into their purpose. Like what greater gift? What greater gift than that? So we definitely need to talk about this three day work week business because entrepreneurs are like sitting on the edge of their seats, like impossible. So you need to, uh, I really think you may without giving away all of the juice, like break it down. How do you take people through this process? How does this possible? Yeah. I think the most important thing to start with is that this isn't about everyone creating exactly what I have because it might not work for everyone. We're all in a different place, a different season of life, a different place in our business. We have different priorities, different times when we work best. But I think there is real magic in figuring out the hours that are best for you, figuring out the schedule that feels really good for you, your life, your business, your family, all the all those pieces and and doing your best to step towards that. And so the women that I work with, they kind of they kind of come at it from different ways. Some of them are hustling real hard for their, for their business. And others feel like they've got no time for their business. They're kind of one end of the spectrum or the other. They haven't found that beautiful balance of life and business. And so the first thing that's important to recognize is kind of like, what's, what's the, the story you're caught up in? Is it that I've got to hustle and work all the time, or I've got no time, no room for this business in my life? And once you get honest with yourself and see that, and that it's a story you've created for yourself, you can start taking those strategic steps, those practical steps to shifting that. And one of the first things I did when I was like, got this new baby, I love this idea of moving toward this coaching business model, but I only want to work three days a week is I started tracking my time. Like It's not fun. It's not sexy, but it's really helpful. And I just kept a notepad at my desk. And a timer, 60 minutes, every 60 minutes on my phone, it would go off. I just jot down what I did. And I soon realized all my bad habits, you know, the social media holes. They're scrolling. They're scrolling. (laughs) Exactly. Ever since they invented reels, I was like, where did that last 45 minutes go? I'm like, wait a second. I'm just going to look at this one thing. And then I'm like, what time is it? I don't understand. So yeah, those rabbit holes that we go down. And I also realized the moments when I was ping ponging around of like, okay, this email took me over here. And then when I got there, I realized this had to be done and I'm moving all around instead of just staying in a focused lane for a period of time to get one thing accomplished. And so once I had that data of how I was using my time, it allowed me to make smart decisions. I could see clearly what I was good at, you know, what what were the things that I was efficient at, I could get done, I was enjoying. And also... What I was doing that I hated, (laughs) that I didn't enjoy, that I wasn't good at, that was waste, you know, taking up so much of my time and energy. And so that, that allowed me to shift things and move things and batch things of, you know, of, you know, so I could stay in that energy for longer instead of writing a little bit of copy here and a little bit of copy there for my emails. I could just block some time and try to get through a few of them in one sitting. So that was really useful. And then when it comes time to hiring, that's really useful information too, because you can see, okay, I'm not good at this and I don't enjoy it. I'm not good at this. You can notice all those tasks 
and then create a job description that just lists those tasks <laughs> and find mm-hmm. someone who can fill that role for you in your business when, when, and if you're ready to bring in a little bit of support, even for a few hours a week. That is super smart. That the piece about writing it when you're, because when you're writing it down, being able to just create that as a job description, I love that because that is all we like when people want to bring on team, you know, that's one of the, I feel like that's a super challenging job to bring on team when you're a solopreneur and you're used to doing everything yourself and doing it your way and all the rah, rah, rah that we tell ourselves to not bring on help so we can stay in control. But being able to have it written down and have the job description ready and knowing it's the things that you're either not good at or you hate makes it that much easier to hire. Because I can only like I know from like myself, just when you're doing things you're not good at and things that you hate, I just feel like the whole journey is is not fun at all. Yeah, we're not having fun anymore, right? Yeah, so, not at all, like, not at all, not at all. Your advice, I'm just gonna recap for some people listening. Is it's it's it isn't it isn't sexy, guys, but it's like. Do we want sexy or do we want to be rich? Like, what are we really talking about right now? Right? Like, come on, let's do the comparison. So being able to track what you're doing, do it in time blocks, batching your tasks so you're not ping-ponging and jumping from task to task, super important. That's something definitely took me a few years to master because I love to ping-pong. I get, I'm like, oh, I'm over here. Oh, I'm on Canva. Oh, I'm on social. Oh, I'm writing copy. (laughs) That never, nothing gets done. Nothing gets done that way. Um, focusing on the one lane, writing out the things that you hate doing and definitely getting them off your plate as soon as possible. So I know one of the challenges, like a lot of my clients have are just like now, especially with like COVID having to have all your kids, your kids at home, if they're not going out to school and stuff, like how, how have you been like advising your clients on like, maybe they did have something solid and now it's completely interrupted and totally shifted by the fact that your kids are home now, right? Or your partner's even home getting in your way. That's they weren't there before. I'm like, why are you here? What, what, what is this noise you're making? I don't understand. You were not here last week. Any advice to these guys? Yeah, I think we've got to be really compassionate with ourselves and really just meet our, ourselves where we're at in this moment. Because when we're constantly looking back and being like, I used to have it all figured out before this happened. It's like, that's not what it's like now. It's like this now. <laughs> it's like your kids are home, your, you know, your husband's there, your partner's there. Like it's, it's busy. And so we have to honor that and show up with a little bit of acceptance of that so that we can find a solution for it. And so what I've been really encouraging my women to do when they're sharing things like you just said with me is to be okay with asking for a little extra help, being okay with communicating what they really need and saying to the partner, like, Hey, you know what? I would really love a couple hours Saturday morning with a quiet house. Like, can you take the kids out for breakfast or to the park or whatever? Like, can you get them away? So I have a few hours Or, you know, I just had, I got off like three client calls or three consultation calls. I'm a little burnt out. Like, can you handle dinner tonight? And they can order a pizza. They don't have to like cook a gourmet meal, but just giving yourself permission to ask for a little bit of support because I know (laughs) us women, we are, we're so capable and we are capable of super women. We're super, we we do it all. And we can, we can hold so much, but it doesn't mean we have to, or we should. And, Mm. you know, let the laundry sit, you know, it's not going anywhere. I know you like to do the laundry on Monday, but (laughs) if you need a break, 
let it sit for a day or two, or even better, like ask, ask your kids if they're old enough or your partner or whatever to like help you or do, you know, just like it's silly little stuff that we let weigh on us of like, I've got to check all the boxes. So things look perfect, you know, who, and who, who are we even hanging out with right now? So <laughs> Right. It's like, who's even going to see the laundry sits there for who knows how to, I had a friend of mine, she has a six month old and I believe he's six now. And she sent, she was like panicking, messaging. She's like, I'm freaking, I'm crashing and burning over here because I don't have, I can't send them to play dates. I can't do anything. And she's an entrepreneur. And she sent me a photo of her house and it looked like somebody had gone through it with like, a bulldozer. And she was like, this is life right now. Oh, well, it is what it is. She's like laundry. Like who knows if it will ever, I'm going to go buy new clothes online just so I don't need to deal with that. Cause it's faster than getting it done. But she was just like, it took her time to give herself, like you said, like just that compassion, just like, this is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Right. So I hear like a lot of that acceptance piece, which you know, as when we don't want to, we're just like, no, we want it to be the way we want it to be. So that just reminded me of that where you were just like the laundry piece. Cause I was just like, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I mean, what you were saying there reminds me, I just had a conversation with a client. She's newly pregnant. She already has a couple little kiddos. She's exhausted. She feels like she's not showing up for her business the way she used to said, share that. Maybe you don't want to share that you're pregnant quite yet, but share that like life's a little messy. It's not perfect that the laundry's sitting, that your hair is a mess, that you're tired today because stuff like that endears you to your clients, to your community when they see you're a real person and not perfect and polished all the time. And so I think some of us are freaking out because behind the scenes doesn't look as good as what we're putting out there. But sometimes letting people see even just a little bit of what's going on behind the scenes can relieve some of that pressure of trying to be perfect and also create a deeper connection with our community. So it's kind of a fun time to explore some of that stuff, too. I love that. And that's something that's very that's that's something that's definitely something I've been talking about of late, not like just the because personal branding is my jam and everyone who follows me is like, you know, I'm always like, listen, don't be showing up, look at a hot mess express, trying to sell things when you can't when you look at a hot mess express, right? However, a few months ago, I remember coming on and being like, everyone thinks that Monique always has it together because that's what she says. Don't, you know, look a hot mess express. But I was like, yeah, that like the majority of the time, but I felt like I needed to come on and say that. I was like, no, mo- a lot of the time Monique is looking like a hot mess express. Those are just probably the days I just choose not to come online. Or now you guys are saying you need to see it. So I'll take a picture of, of me in my robe or me like last week I was laying on the stoop of my house, like in the front, like where the mailman came. Like I was like, I just can't physically move. I needed to be out of my house, but I can't go anywhere because we're on lockdown. So I'm going to lay on the stoop. He's like, get a chair. Like what is going on right now? You look like a dead body laying on your front stoop. But I was like sharing it on a story because I was just like, we don't have it all together. Anyone who's telling you they do, they're lying. We do have some things together, but we don't have it together all the time. So I love that you share that because everyone I think needs to hear that a hundred percent. So I like to ask all of the people who, who come on here, all of the guests, like, is there something super juicy that has either happened to you of most of late or that you're working on that you would love to share with the audience? Yeah, we're actually in the middle of a rebrand, which is my juicy project as a I love a rebrand. Yeah, it's so fun. You know, our the the current look and vibe of the business has been what it is for the past six years. And it just 
I'm at a point where I feel like I've grown as a coach. I know myself better. I know my ideal clients better. I feel like I can integrate more of the pieces of myself into the business. I'm not trying to, and not that I even intentionally did it, but put on any kind of facade. It's just kind of like, this is me, both soulful and very strategic, both, you know, like all the paradoxical elements of myself wrapping it into like the vibe and the vision of the brand. And so we're doing a rename of our podcast. We're doing a rename of our Facebook group. We're developing a new signature lead magnet, just a bunch of fun stuff that's going to be rolling out through June and the um, and July. And I'm feeling really good about it because I'm so excited about all this new stuff and it's, it's feeling really good. So that's, that's the juicy project that, you know, I'm excited about at the moment. Oh, I love it. I love a good, I love a good rebrand. Everybody knows when you're coming up with all of your newness, it's super exciting, right? So where can, if people want to connect with you and learn about your programs, where can they find you? Where's the best place to connect with you? Yeah, I think one of the the best places is probably just on my website. It's kind of like the hub for everything going on. So okay. if you want to know more about what I've got going on and the new stuff we're rolling out, that's a great place to like hop on my email list because we deliver all the things right to your inbox. It's kaylanasher.com. But in terms of social media, my favorite place to hang out is Instagram. So it's so much fun. I have been really like working on the things over there and curating the image of the brand a lot more, being so much more intentional with what I'm putting out there. And it feels so fun and good. It's like, takes up a lot of my time now, which I, I have to admit before I spent like zero time and it showed, <laughs> And um, but it's really, it's really fun. So I'm Kaylin.Asher on Instagram and I'd love to, to connect with people over there too. That'd be awesome. Okay, perfect. And we will put a link to your business and your Instagram in the show notes. Kaylin, I want to thank you so much for being here. I want everybody listening to go, if you are getting to the end and you didn't take notes, go back to the beginning because I know there are so many entrepreneurs listening, wondering why they're like a slave to the hustle. And she's literally has a program that can help you get out of it. And she's giving you tips on how to start getting out of it. So we don't need to be all subscribing to hustle culture. We can get this done. It's possible to work three days a week and still reach your six figures or surpass it. She is proof of that. So I don't want to hear anything to the contrary. So Kaylin, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Oh, thanks, Monique. This is so fun. If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes so I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Monique Bryan underscore co. That's Brian with a Y and you will automatically be entered to win. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status.